This is a HeadGum Original. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with BiteClear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. BiteClear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. It's a Monday, we finally made it. I can't believe I get to hear them say, well, back to the only podcast hosted by us it's amir and jake if i were you oh if i were you oh you know what i do you know what i do if i were you oh if i were you oh come on and listen to your favorite The classics, the pinch, the Game Boy, so many others, and even more to make. Amir, I'm sorry, I know you hate it. I just can't deny another golden mic for Jake. If I were you, oh, if I were you, oh, you know what I do, you know what I do. If I were you, oh, if I were you, oh, come on and listen to your favorite shoes. Very nice. You like that? Yeah. I loved it. <laughs> Why do you ask? <laughs> Not my cup of tea, but I'm glad you found it nice. What was that? What'd you say? Very nice. I said it. I said it was very nice. And it's not your cup of tea. Why? Why? Because you didn't like the message? You're so petty. That's so small. You're minuscule today. <laughs> Not really. I feel... Yes, really. I feel blue, if that's what you mean. <laughs> yeah, you're depressed. You let the song get to you. <laughs> yes, you exactly. Let the, you can't rise above that. No, no way. Because the haters are out to get me, and it feels like that is the case. You listen to the haters. I actually... I listen to my haters as well. Oh, that's really cool. Um, I guess we both yeah. listen to our haters. But I let way. it fuel me. I let it energize me. I don't let it beat me down the way it does to you. You let them win. I rise above. Yeah, like when I, I hear haters, I'm like, haters. I take it to heart because I think that they're correct. Mm-hmm. And it's sort of, right. yeah, it's a slice it kind of my like throat. It confirms, it confirms something that you suspected, which yes, is that you are exactly. lesser than. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if the yeah, haters and I are on bias. the same side, that's if so we agree, messed up. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I see eye to eye with my haters. Like, And see, with my haters, I agree to disagree. With your haters, you agree to agree that you are bad <laughs> to a certain degree. 
<laughs> that was Phil Angel. Cool name. Yeah, and he is my angel. Uh, it was my written to be played angel. at the beginning rather than the end. Well, good luck. It's going to be played at both. And if you can please give a shout out to my boy Johnny Ottawa, who wrote a theme song for episode 199. Very good. So Phil Angel, cool name, and wants to give a shout out to Johnny Ottawa, another cool name. Yeah, Johnny Ottawa. That's very cool. It's like yeah. Johnny Bravo, but Canadian. Yeah. Did you know that Ottawa was the capital of Canada? Uh, yeah. That's actually not true. I wanted to set you up because I know that you sort of take pride in your geography skills. So what I did was sort of my American geography (laughs) and not just, yeah, not just my North American, just my United States (laughs) capitals. Okay. And sorry. So you said Ottawa is not the capital of Canada. (laughs) Well, it actually, I was going to do like a double, yeah, Yeah. like a double reverse because it actually was, but I was able to convince you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you you did convince me. I was I yeah, it was definitely. You looked it I was, up. I let that get to me. I didn't look it up. I did not look it up. <laughs> I did not look it up. Run the tape back. Anyone watching at home, did you see my fingers? No, you did not. Yeah, cuz you were typing away. Click 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 Actually, click I, click click. You didn't hear any clicks. You might have seen some mouse movements cuz I was dealing with some other shit that came up on my desktop. But Property taxes nothing. are overdue. <laughs> There's a lien on my house. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting fucking repoed. <laughs> so sorry oh, if I didn't really look nice up the Uncle capital Sam. of Ottawa. <laughs> I have more important shit going on. <laughs> um, we The last podcast we recorded together was weeks ago. It was like hours before your flight to Europe. Then you went to hours Europe. Hours before. You did yeah. shows. You did a bike trip full vacation you landed last night and it's right back into a podcast right back in book ended yeah it's you're a completely like different person left. now from the last episode yeah that's true i actually I, think, I have a different worldview for sure in the last episode somebody said that my boyfriend watches too much porn but we'll be at your scotland show did you oh did you see those people at your scotland show i did see one yeah, I saw one phone in the audience with just kind of lighting up a face, and I could tell the guy was beating off. So I feel like it was that guy. He was having a um, cheeky in the fifth row. Yeah, he was having a cheeky Dublin <laughs> yeah. a cheeky fap. Yeah, uh, I didn't. I didn't necessarily see those people. And if I if I did, it didn't come up. Got it. And there was no like meet and greet yeah. situation after these shows. There wasn't an official meet and greet because of the whole COVID thing. Mm. Um, and, you know, in an ideal world, we don't meet someone in Dublin and then bring a new COVID variant to uh, Edinburgh. So, yeah. yeah, that didn't happen. But I will say um, we met some fans outside of the show, people that wait around by the doors or whatever. Oh. Um, we'll often take some selfies, do a, do a little impromptu, non-official meet and greet i wish i would have known <laughs> were you at I, one of the shows 
I went to the. Uh, I thought I saw dude, you in an old yeah. cop cosplay, and yeah, <laughs> I did. The you Dublin were in Manchester, show. right? Oh, yeah, Manchester. You did. Yeah. Well, okay, well, I did so Manchester, you were and then I did you, the Dublin. You show. did the Dead Eye. Yeah, you did the Dead Eye cosplay in Dublin. I, I remember that. <laughs> I thought we locked, and then yeah, we made eye contact, and I texted you after the show, and then I was like, Oh, you did text me. You Facetimed me from the audience. <laughs> Yeah. Mm, yeah. Did you want to have a cheeky pint and should you go come to London? Right. And I never heard back. So then I did the Dublin show. I was uh, one train behind you guys. <laughs> sat yeah. In, I paid top dollar on You sat in steerage, right? <laughs> and then I went to I that show. I saw you with the too. luggage. I tried mm. to, uh, I told the, the security guy that I was sort of back there you said you were our tour manager i heard them there was a scuffle outside of our room i didn't realize it was you i heard somebody yelling i'm the manager i'm the manager let me back there uh but yeah that must have been you yeah so that was yeah that was it was such a rad show dude and uh i did actually get covid and i brought it to the i know you said you were afraid to bring in the variant so i ended up doing that i infected a few people i went like the pied piper style from show to show um yeah which i thought was like sort of like instead of merch you can get like yeah uh, yeah <laughs> ba point one point two <laughs> a pint of the antibodies for yeah killian's irish omicron variant <laughs> remember that from when uh we used to go to europe together that was so fucking sick i yeah no i don't even remember um our tours it's kind of like pushed out those bad memories and it yeah, filled, filled tours, my head with good times europe, europe tours are kind of whack <laughs> <laughs> yeah they were with you they were with you because i remember we went whack. Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah we went to london and we did like 10 shows in five days and i stayed in a hostel uh so <laughs> it was definitely a different vibe this time we traveled yeah, well scoot. we ate well <laughs> I didn't have a broken foot. So, yeah. So, thankfully, I didn't piss myself and have Mike Carnell need to carry my my scooter up the stairs while I stood underneath a hand dryer before checking back into my hostel. (laughs) Why didn't you stay in a hostel that Europe trip? I didn't have any money. I had no cash. I was broke. I remember Streeter making fun of me because we had sold out every single show. He's like, you're the only person that's ever been on a 10, sh- like a 10 show sold out tour and needed to stay in a hostel. And it's probably true. And you know what they say, like those fucking broke days staying in a hostel two shots a night. You wouldn't fucking trade that into this this for this tour where you like have the money and you're making yeah where more i stayed money. in a hoxton instead yeah. of a hostel you'd Just fucking you take that hotel. you'd take that fucking hostel nine times out of ten i bet because that was fucking rock and roll you had a broken foot and a fucking great attitude and you would have sucked <laughs> taking that trip just you would fucking prefer that to what you just did i bet <laughs> yeah. well the foot i would probably no i think every aspect of this tour was better because um, I didn't have the broken foot. The, you know, that tour was also two shows a night to 100 people. And it was fucking which was like grunge rock. Ultimately the same amount as like one yeah. of <laughs> one Mad Pod show. So it's kind of like one and done. Everything felt high energy, excellent. I will say the people versus in that first run, that first tour, just like being around <laughs> you, 
I like this tour was better than that just for like the personnel. Streeter's awesome, and it's no shade on Streeter. <laughs> no shade, no on, shade on Streeter at all at this point. Um, but yeah, it felt better to be on tour with these other chums. These other chums, eh? Right, Governor? <laughs> <laughs> that's sorry, that's an inside joke from the tour. I would have loved it. <laughs> I would have loved to have that. <laughs> yeah, um, you and I might do a show that looked like one came up while I was. Uh, while oh I was right, abroad. St. Louis. We're <laughs> uh, <laughs> gonna perform for twenty-eight rough. people in a school auditorium in uh, Missouri. Wash I don't think it's quite yeah. St. Louis. Yeah, it's outside. Yeah, it's technically it, Missoula, Missouri, which is a pretty <laughs> yeah. obscure town. 49 miles due northeast of yeah. southeast Missouri And weren't we going to go to Fort Smith, Arkansas? We were. I thought we had a show for eight in a <laughs> laugh factory in Arkansas. We didn't end up selling a ticket, so they, they punted <laughs> on it and gave us our kill fee. <laughs> kill fee. <laughs> Which uh, our agent took in his... Uh, yeah cancellation yeah. letter for us negotiating a, a high kill fee <laughs> and having that be how we make cash from the tour is so funny <laughs> i made most of my money on kill fees early on so i would sort of convince yeah, they need to not have us yeah ultimately and they'll yeah. pay the fee exactly uh all right this is if i were you the only advice pod on the web hosted by me i'm amir and me i'm jake um any high and or low lights um, from the trip, or it was all just one general good, nothing to specifically state. Man, there really was. I mean, there. I feel like there were a lot of, a lot of highs, a lot of highs. Um, but was there a I mean, hilarious the low? Did you step on a mouse or something like that? Um, our venue in Manchester was comically. Um, poorly manned oh. we're actually really just one poor man oh wow uh, it was just, you don't worst... mind calling that person out just because it was that bad i texted andrew um <laughs> who's our touring agent and i said we will never do another show at manchester academy again it was chester uh, right the man chester who ran the manchester yeah. theater <laughs> that's right the, that man chester uh it was we we were told to get there uh, an hour earlier than we wanted to show up for sound check. Uh, we would like to do it like half hour before the doors. Uh, they told us to get there an hour before. Um, and we got there to do sound check. We were greeted by the venue manager and I never saw him again. We went out to the stage. <laughs> no mics were set up. Not, like there was nothing to do sound check on. Uh -huh. um, we went up to the green room. They didn't have like, <laughs> uh there was kind of like three sad sandwiches out there uh for the not four really anything yeah, yeah right so i'm like okay so we need to order dinner um i let them know at the door that i was gonna have to uber eat something because nobody came fishy but chips I, <laughs> yeah i was trying to get some cheeky fish and chips actually <laughs> that's good the, i mean the really the big thing was just that like nobody spoke to us. Nobody communicated with us. We went down to the venue and we're like, what time are the doors? What time is the show? Nobody knew. They're like, oh, is the show at 7.30 or 8? We're like, we're asking you guys. You, like, <laughs> what, do you th what do you think? Because we're trying to do sound check now and you have to open the doors soon, right? There's like, do we, are the doors at 7? And we're like, we don't know. <laughs> but the biggest thing was just that at, 
at 7.30, which was according to the website, when, when showtime was, no one came up to the green room to get us. We were just waiting. We didn't know when to start the show. Nobody spoke to us. <laughs> it's like nearing eight. We're like, what is going on? We're looking for people. No one is there. Eventually, I ran into the sound guy in the hallway. Um, and I was like, are, what's the, are we starting the show? He's like, oh, are you guys ready? And we're like, yes. Yes, we're ready. No one's <laughs> so, fucking talking to us. So if you didn't so say anything, show tw- almost twenty five. Yeah, it would have lasted till eleven p.m. Nobody doing anything. Yeah, we started the show twenty five minutes late, and it was only because no one told us where to go or when to be. Um, it felt yeah, and then after the show, I didn't speak to a single person. It was crazy. <laughs> Maybe there's like, like it was. My theory is that they're used to doing musicians and then like, oh, we have uh, four American podcasters coming through. Let's give them the yeah. icy treatment. That's how we do things in Manchester by the sea. Yeah, it's, that is what it seemed like. When we got there, the guy at the door made a joke. I was like, oh, is this where the, this is where the podcast is tonight? And he was like, show's canceled. <laughs> and... <laughs> The more I stayed in that venue, the more I think that they actually all thought the show was canceled. It's like, sorry, it was a surprise I wasn't being sarcastic. I literally thought the show was canceled. I, I thought the show was canceled. Um, yeah, so that was that was kind of the the biggest low point, and then also the bike ride that me and Micah and our buddy Andy did. Yeah, which um, was like several hundred was, miles. No, it was only a hundred, but there was one day there was one day where we did fifty miles, basically one fifty mile day. That was like the big ride. We did a loop called Apple Cross. And fifty miles is, you know, long, but it it was like the elevation, it was five thousand feet of elevation. Um during the actual the, ride. Dur- yeah, throughout the ride. But the thing was the first six miles are like 3,000 of those feet. So it's just like you start and you basically just start going straight up. And there were like several times in that ride in the first 10 miles where I was like, I don't know if I can physically do this. (laughs) I'm like, I'm absolutely at my limit. Just like pedaling, 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 so slow, legs burning. Why don't you get off and like walk up? Is that an option? It's an option. Yeah, but But it it wouldn't feel good. I honestly, if in that ride, I wouldn't even call it cheating. I didn't do it because it would have been cheating. Yeah. But like, it's still walking your bike up those hills is also really hard and it's punishing. But yeah. like, I only wanted to ride it because I thought it'd be over faster. But several times, you know, just like pulling, my legs are about to give up. I need to pull over to the side of the road on at the same time as I'm unclipping on like a eight percent grade, <laughs> about to fall over. I almost ate shit so many times. <laughs> <laughs> Would you, were you um, frustrated I, and annoyed or were you just like this is oh well i was like this is the hardest thing i've ever done and it's not over and i don't know if i can do it but i and i kept on being like if i can finish this it'll be the hardest thing i've ever done and i want to be able to say that yeah but then at the same time i was like it's still not over and i don't know when it's going to be <laughs> over and every time i turn like every time we would like round a corner because they're all like switchbacks so every time I would like turn, I'd be like, oh, this has to be the last hill. This is the top. And it would just be like three more of those. And um, and we, the, the town on the other side of this like first 3,000 feet, then you go down a bunch of hills. 
and there's like a, a cute little town where you can get um a little pie some fish and chips that's a good cheeky point yeah <laughs> um and there was a sign that said apple cross in open every day and then below that <laughs> closed tuesdays and <laughs> our whole plan was to eat there and we had three protein bars <laughs> a snickers and a bunch of gummy bears <laughs> and that was and that place was closed so we just like ate the protein bars and we're like, okay, uh, 40 more miles. And then we had. <laughs> all right. All that's left is most loop. of them. And the last 10 miles, it started like pouring rain. Um, the rain had like held off the whole entire time. But the last 10 miles, it was, it was raining. We were wet. We were miserable. But yeah. that also made it um, like a huge highlight when uh when we finished right and then how well did you sleep that night knowing that you were just physically exhausted from bike riding for 10 hours in a row um that night that was an incredible an incredible night's sleep we like went to our airbnb took showers we went and got um so much food because we like we basically skipped lunch and rode 50 miles <laughs> it so must have we, like five thousand calories yeah, we all got our own entrees and then split two other entrees and had like <laughs> um, appetizers and we drank like two Guinness each. It was great. It was, it, that felt great. Did you get drunk faster because you hadn't eaten all day? Um, yeah, I got, I, de I definitely, actually, I think that night the first thing I had was an IPA and it got me twisted uh, for sure. And then yeah. when you woke up the next day, you had to bike ride more. Or was that the fi finale? That next day, we we actually did something. There were these this place. Shout out to Sky Adventure. I think it's called Sky Adventure. Let me look it up because it also could be Adventure Sky. Um, hold on, sorry. Yeah, Sky Adventure. Okay. Uh, we met these people in the Isle of Skye, which is in like the the Western Islands in Scotland. Uh, and they do like rock climbing, uh, trail running, camping, a whole bunch of like outdoor activities. And they do this one thing called co-steering, which is, did I, I'll show you a picture of it. Co-steering? Um, yeah, coast, like C-O-A-S-T-E-E-R-I-N-G, co-steering. Um, and they took us out and... Uh, I see people jumping the... off cliffs into water. Yeah, I'm holding up my phone to the screen so you can see. Oh. That's you jumping so off kind of like into mix. water. No, this is that's what we did, but we didn't have. We were just wearing wetsuits, and we didn't. We were out in the water, so we didn't have our phones. I'm kind of sad that I didn't have any photos, but like, basically, you just you swim out into the ocean, uh -huh. you climb up all these little like rock outcroppings, and just okay. jump into the water. We like walked through a cave. Um, it, it was incredible. It was such a unique way to see sky. Uh, and then we made friends with the people and they opened a rock climbing gym and we went and climbed there on, uh, on like Thursday. But anyway, Wednesday was like supposed to be our rest day, but we ended up going co-steering, just climbing <laughs> and jumping and swimming. Yeah. Weren't um, your legs but like felt good dead to not sore by day. then? <laughs> yeah. My legs were that next day. I was like, I wouldn't be able to get on a bike. I would, I don't know what my body would do, but then on Thursday after that day of swimming, I was totally ready to go. And we did like a 30 mile ride and I could have kept on going. 
guess it was flat. It was no incline. It there was so, so that ride was like maybe thirteen hundred feet of elevation or something. Um, so not crazy. Like usually when I ride in the city, it'll be like twelve hundred feet of elevation. Yeah, five thousand is a mile. You're going a mile up vertical in addition to the mile yeah. forward. You don't want to right. also go a mile up. That's really yeah, high. Up. It was. It was very, very high. And it was actually like, it was just as scary coming down because it was so steep yeah. and you would get so much speed that I basically need to be like riding the brakes, but the hills are so steep <laughs> that it felt like I was going to like pitch forward. Right. Like you um, couldn't Oh, and my tire, my tire came off. Oh. Uh, on, <laughs> on the uphill, it, it like the, it, yeah, it, it was, the bolt was loose or something. I should have checked it, um, <laughs> but it is on the bike shop ultimately. So I think anyway, as you were yeah. struggling to go up, your bike fell, your, your tire fell off. Yeah. I like pulled hard on the handlebars and I just like felt the bike wobbling. Like, <laughs> um, damn this, this hill must be really steep. I'm about to tilt backwards. And I like pulled up again and I just saw that the wheel is like coming out of the well and it like bent to the side and I, uh, kind of slammed into the rail. Uh, and I kind of just barely was able to clip out before I f fell over and ate shit. <laughs> you know, but you're here now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was a great trip. A really great trip. Great way to see a fucking place. Tell you what is to coast steer around. Oh yeah. Bike. Coast yeah, steer. Yeah. Both of those things. Um, all right, let's take a break. Thanks to sponsors. Come back and then answer questions that are either about coast steering or not. I see what it is. It's coast earring. Yeah. Got it. Coast earrings. Coast earring. Yeah. 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 Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode of our show. Oh, yeah, baby. Uh, it can be easy to ignore your social battery and spread yourself thin, but that's not helping anybody. Right on. It is not. If you're feeling depressed or anxious about the state of the world or some sort of interpersonal relationship you're having with family, friends, loved ones, your job potentially. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's true. The best way to help yourself out of life's difficult situations is to talk to a professionally licensed therapist. And the best way to find a therapist is with BetterHelp. Exactly. Right. Finding a therapist used to be so difficult. You used to like have to ask a friend of a friend to drive to a waiting room, give it a shot, see how it goes. But with BetterHelp, right. you just fill out a brief questionnaire, you get matched with a licensed therapist right away, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Perfect. And you know the whole thing's online too. Oh yeah. So you don't have to drive somewhere. You don't have to sit anywhere. You can just log on from your house. You can even text your therapist, which is very nice. That's cool. So find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. Just visit BetterHelp.com segments today to get 10% off your first month. Therapists can be very expensive with BetterHelp. They're affordable. And if you go to BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com segments, you'll even get an extra 10% off their already more affordable price uh, for your first month. You'll love to hear it. So treat your mental health seriously. Take advantage of this great offer. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash segments. Segments. Thank you, BetterHelp. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by AuraFrames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an AuraFrame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these AuraFrames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an AuraFrame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. 
Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there, and you know what? You can update it with an app, so every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. HeadGum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HeadGum at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. And we're back. Jake, do you have any? Aunt the <laughs> yes. Yes, I do, dude. I would. I want everyone to see uh, the movie my wife produced. Uh, Holy shit. Jill, I had yeah, no idea. Right. I would have auditioned. <laughs> it's a Yeah. It's like a, it's a gay rom-com uh, based on she, Pride and Prejudice. Was she in charge? Set on fire Of island. those kinds of decisions? I, uh, yeah. I mean, she looked at casting tape. I, I would have like been I said, able to get like, straight to callback. Yeah, it's like a queer cast. So I feel like you're kind of like I would have like gone a, straight to chemistry, Reed. I would have gone straight to producer meetings. And it's me and Vogel in the room, and I'm just showing her my take on a character. There's no I, way I don't book the lead. If not the lead, book then the, the lead on the call sheet. No, you're not going to book. The, the lead wrote the movie. Joel Kim Brewster really? wrote the film. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Respect. I've always wanted Definitely to sort res- of. You actually don't have any respect like for anything because you have no respect. The oh, first thing I you have heard a movie of, idea. Yeah. The first thing you fucking said when you heard about the movie was that you should have been cast, <laughs> that you should have auditioned, and that you could have been the lead. You would have Let's known get... this stuff if you had asked. Jill on the horn and see if it's way, way, way too late to do research. It's, of course, it's way me. too. It's premier. I'm trying to promote the premiere of it. They can't Not do Friday, shoots. right? Yeah, but there's. I mean, do you think? Do you think that Fox Searchlight is going to shoehorn my see... ass into this all-star yeah. cast? Right. I don't. It feels like you don't have the POV of a gay Asian man that they are looking for right wow, that, and that's their words or my or, is or that yours just... <laughs> they're no one's words <laughs> i feel but like this is my dead eyes they're moment. my words <laughs> you just found out about the movie so i just no, found out not. about dead eyes <laughs> uh check it out it's called fire island it's premiering on hulu on friday june 3rd folks uh, the reviews are in. Variety loves it. Hollywood oh. Reporter loves it. Oh. Um, so yeah, check it out. It's legit. Um, and and if uh, if you guys, if everyone watches it and gives good reviews, then my wife will be happy. And maybe she'll take me back. Happy wife, happy life for Jake. Yeah. I do think she's happy with her new guy, but still, ideally she's new... happy with me. With her new guy. She has a side piece that turned into her main chick. <laughs> and and actually, even she has a side piece from the main thing. So I'm kind of too removed 
if you can freaking imagine. Damn. There's Tucker, there's Travis, and little old me, I'm chopped liver. Speaking <laughs> of, that's what I might have for dinner. Why? That's so funny. I like liver. <laughs> that's got to be a new thing for you. I've never seen you have that. It's like a Scottish <laughs> thing you picked up or something. <laughs> that's correct. Did you pick up any weird scotland things like sometimes you go to australia and you're like this is how i like my coffee now or like i go to scotland and you're like oh yeah i had caviar and i'm gonna get it mm. in new york i'm not a scotland thing uh more of a thing that i picked up in ireland but then mm. i carried it through the rest of the trip was drinking guinness i never oh. i don't think i think i've maybe had one guinness in my whole life before this trip and i would have like one to two every night uh while we're on the cycling trip and it was great they're just so smooth so easy to drink and very, I, I don't know that, that, that it has healing properties, uh -huh. but it felt like it did. It, I would well, like crave it at the end of the day. Now you it can get one alcohol. in America and be like, it's not the same. I, I had yeah. these in Dublin and it just but, drinks different it's, there. Yeah, it's different. It's so different. I got into yeah. scotch a little bit, actually. I never thought I was, I was definitely always more of a, a bourbon guy. But and that's where it's days, from, right? Scotch means Scottish whiskey maybe i don't know what it means it's it's yeah it is scottish it's i scotch. think that's what it is <laughs> i okay. want to say that's what makes it scotch right it sounds it sounds about right it definitely sounds about right i mean i didn't yeah, like take a, a tour it sounds of like you're saying scottish super fast scotch. Yeah, scotch scotch and they spell whiskey without the e which is kind of cool Oh, that's really cool, actually. And that's only if it's Scotch whiskey or all even Irish whiskey has no E in it. Uh, I don't know. I but uh, I drank one. It was called Ledeg, and it was good. It was very good. I think I like yeah. the smoky, and I like the peaty now. The what? Um, the peatiness. The peatiness. What is that? Um, I think it's <laughs> it's something from how they how peat? they make it peat. Yeah, it's like peat moss. Uh, it's kind of like an earthy, moss? grassy. Yeah. I went to high school with that kid. He's a Pete nobody. Moss, There's yeah. no way this is part of his fucking culture slash legacy now. I think, yeah, I probably not. Probably not. Probably went, coincidence. He's a huge coincidence. Yeah, huge Pete has nothing to do with how, like, the flavor profile of an entire liquor from the 17th century till yeah. now. I'm saying, yeah, I, we agree on that point. We oh, we actually got a question uh, about eating food and stuff from the UK. So this is actually a oh. good transition. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, this guy who we'll call, I don't know, Pete Moss writes, seven <laughs> years ago, I got, uh, I got with my childhood sweetheart and it's been mostly great. She's the love of my life. But we constantly argue over housework. Right. I cook delicious meals for us both every evening and do all the cleaning too, since her job is very tiring and stressful. The problem is she will eat most of her meal, then leave a plate on the couch or the floor or wherever she decides. Mm. I have found plates of food in the bathroom before. She sometimes even eats half mm. of the meal. I serve her, then orders pizza, leaving both on the carpet. I asked her to clean up food every day, and as keeping a clean home is important to me, but she just says we have different ways of doing things. I've also tried not cleaning up after her, and she just leaves the food out to go bad, or she'll hide the plates in the cupboard or the oven. When she runs <laughs> out of plates. plates, she buys more instead of washing them. 
Should I keep nagging her or continue putting a strain on the relationship? Or should I just live out a disgusting home and be happier? Please help. Love. Hmm. Pete Moss. Uh, let's go option three. Mm. Live in this disgusting home and be happier. Right? Um, yeah, I you don't know if you can do that. Continue though, living there's... in filth and garbage and the pizza on the be ground. Happy. <laughs> be happy. That's the key. So yeah, he said, I'm afraid he won't be able to be happy because he seems to like nailed really... another <laughs> one. Hurwitz figured it out. Change nothing but your attitude and be happy. <laughs> this is you as a therapist. <laughs> I really think I should be on antidepressants. We don't have to work through anything. Just their solution be. is be happy. How Duh. dope is that? Insane. I and when you step on a out. fucking half-eaten chicken that she ordered after yeah. not eating your food on the ground and she left yeah. in the bathroom. And you open up your medicine cabinet and and a thousand plates just come pouring out of the wall because she won't clean and she just buys more and more. When you're living in a plate house, you just be happy. You can be happy. I think the minimal amount of um, work that you need to do as a roommate that doesn't care about this kind of stuff is like at least put the dishes in the sink. You got yeah. to at least put them in the sink. You don't even have this... to wash them and then put mm -hmm. them away. You yeah. just got to at least help me help you put them in the sink and then I'll get to them later. It doesn't, it's not coming from a fair starting point. Because you're saying you should clean your dishes, and she's saying I should be able to leave them on the floor. The floor. And then, like, meeting halfway is like, put them on the counter at least or something. But that's, that's not even right either. I think this is, this is a bridge too far. I think It's a non-starter slash It's a non-starter. Yeah. You can't... If you cook, I think the other person should do the dishes. If they've had a very stressful day then you you know you can tag team the dishes ideally everything is just kind of like a shared responsibility and there's not any like you owe this i owe this i did this so you must do this but not everybody can live that copacetically i i do think that if you've expressed your point that the dish that the dishes shouldn't be on the floor um you got to get them off that's, the floor yeah they shouldn't be on the floor they should not be on the floor. The very, very. I wish, how are they even getting to the floor? That means she's yeah. eating off the table and then putting. <laughs> she's putting them on the floor, man. I don't know yeah. what to tell you. She's like, she, there's no well, way she's, she's eating eats, it off the. She's floor. eating on the couch, played on her knees, <laughs> and then she says, "All right, I'm done here." Plate goes on the floor. There's the a couple floor. of different. The floor. I think, yeah, she has to. She goes out of her way to put it on the floor. She would just leave it on the <laughs> table. The really Otherwise. fucked up thing you you could do is just like next time you're out with your friends, you're just like, oh hey, well help us settle an argument. Do you think, do you think Connie should do her dishes after I cook, or should she leave them on the floor? Because <laughs> the last one was face down on the floor. Settle a belt, uh, settle a bet for us. If I cook, should she leave the dishes on the floor or do something yeah. different? What and then this guy's just say? absolutely caked in garbage, being yeah. like, oh, I don't really care, like sort of I'm scratching really... lice out of his head. He has Stockholm Syndrome or something. <laughs> you're living in an untenable situation, and you're, trying, you're, you're kind of allowing her to take a position that is, uh, frankly, bizarre. It's... <laughs> <laughs> the most fucked up part of the whole email is that sometimes she eats half of the meal and then orders. 
yeah. orders a pizza. I think That's the most fucked so up part is that she up. she hides the plates. She knows that he doesn't. He wants her to do them, but she wants. She probably goes to more effort hiding the plates in the oven and the cupboards than just put it in the sink. Yeah, you like got to at least put, put it, it in, in the sink. sink. At yeah. least put it in the sink. I think you can say, well, all right. If you want to not change anything and be happy, I think you just buy paper plates. You need to admit to your and and donate somewhere to offset your carbon footprints because that's a lot of paper products that you're going to be burning through. But she's not going to do the dishes, and you're and you want to live with that. That at the very least, you need to get a disposable dish that you can just dump. And I don't think that's the best option. I feel like there's something at the root of this which is that she's really unhappy at work. She's stressed out and upset by her job, right? And that kind of gives you low energy. It makes you not want to do your dishes. It makes you think that not, nothing is worth doing. I'm not going to put the dish in the sink. I'm going to put it on the floor because who, who gives a fuck? So talk to her about work. And figure <laughs> out what's going on there. I think you can solve that issue. And then it might there might be some trickle-down effects on the overall, on her, on her willingness to help. Uh, that's so that's something also if you Option have a three. dishwasher if you have a dishwasher yeah. i feel like you can easily just put the dishes in the dishwasher that's yeah almost harder that's easier to do than like you said putting it in the bathroom or in the cupboard or on the floor yeah i, I guess mean, floor is easiest because you just sort of throw floor, it on the floor right gravity does the heavy lifting there you just throw it and it ends up on the floor second yeah. to that i think is the dishwasher being the easiest and then third is hiding it you never want yeah. to hide it. <laughs> you got to find a place for right. it. Right. Next time you're cooking, you open the oven and it's just like eight dishes. You're like, that's not, that ain't right. Got a yeah. pizza box. No. A loose pizza slice in the bathroom. She's yeah. fucking leaving you calling cards like a cat burglar. But instead <laughs> of stealing things, she's just sort of negging your meal by ordering a pizza yeah. after. Yeah, that's. You think she's bringing up the pizza ordering, or it's just like that was really good. Ding dong! Oh shit! I ordered a pizza. Oh my god! I can't believe this pizza. (laughs) I ordered this last week. It just showed up. I didn't know you were gonna cook. Or is it like that wasn't very good? Do you want to go? I'm gonna order a pizza. I feel like what's your favorite? That was that was really good. Um, I'm still hungry. I'm gonna order a pizza. But it's like if you're still hungry, you left half of it. Like yeah. <laughs> I'm really craving pizza right now. Like, okay, <laughs> so let's get pizza. I Why don't you just you clear pizza. that dish? It's on the floor. Why is that not good <laughs> enough? Is it in your way? It's on the floor. I actually had a dishwasher issue last week where it would start overflowing with suds. Soap was spilling out of the dishwasher. Wow. And did you solve it? Well, I called the plumber. Yeah. Did he solve it? Yeah. He said it's not a plumbing issue. You need an appliance guy. And did the appliance guy solve it? Yeah. He said, you're not supposed to have suds at all. <laughs> yeah. I was like, it was too many suds. It seems like the bubbles shouldn't come out. He's like, there shouldn't be bubbles. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, yeah, dish soap doesn't have bubbles. It's just, uh, it's a, it's an almost 100% water. It's so like huh. the frothiness was like uh, some soap that was left in through something else, maybe a pre-rinse or like a, a damaged... Oh thing and you know the the pods that you throw in yeah you were putting tide pods in i thought i was fearful of that he's like let me let me see the pods that you throw in i'm like oh shit it's gonna be a fucking laundry (laughs) tournament i'm gonna look like a dumbass thankfully it was a cascade but i've been just tossing it in 
you know, uh, there's a little door. Yeah, you don't put it, put in, the it door. in, or I just toss it in. I've been tossing it. Yeah, yeah. But he's like, you, you should put it in the door. I'm like, what does it matter? You slide it in, the door opens. It's like I'm doing. I'm fucking. I'm putting it in instead of the door because sometimes yeah. I would run the dishwasher. You open the door, and it's like, oh, it didn't open. The door didn't open. This the pot right. is still there. I'm like, yeah. let me just eliminate that thing. So I'll put, I'll toss it in. Yeah. And he's like, you, you should toss the door. <laughs> yes. Well, I don't trust this fucking door. I'm a dip. I'm a better door than this little thing. Yeah. And then I like slide it open and it cuts my finger. The door has like, it, I guess it could hear me and have vengeance on me. Yeah. And he's like, you shouldn't do that because before the door opens, it rinses the dishes of food. And then oh, yeah. the door is timed to open at a specific part okay. of the washing process. Yeah. And so, so like, I basically kind of... put it in and it would like go to shit with the pre-rinse. And then yes. when it so like, was opened the door, nothing was there. Yeah. I was floored by the door reveal. Floored by the door. Yeah. Did you know that that was the case? Have you been putting it in the door? It barely fits in the door. Honestly. Yeah. I Honestly, do always the put door it, is I... not big enough. <laughs> Back it's, me up. I do always put it in the door. I'm trying to get a word out. <laughs> You're door obsessed wise. with this door. And I, I really think... It. <laughs> God, you become the door and I'll do and I'll do a podcast with the door. So <laughs> you start pod. working with... Yeah. <laughs> it's a <You>, tied <laughs> podcast. <laughs> and I the door. Yeah. You and the dishwasher and me and the pod and the door. <laughs> do you use the door or do you just toss in? Yeah, I use the door, but actually my dishwasher has a little, a little cage, so it's not even like it's protecting it. So I'm, I, I'm not entirely sure what the vibe is. Interesting. There. A cage. Yeah. I wonder if the yeah, cage little... gets opened at a certain part, kind of like the right. door did. Yeah, I guess it probably does. Yeah. He also said to use vegetable oil to kill the foam. So we ran the entire dishwasher with like a cup of vegetable oil in there to kill the and, foam. And then the next time we use the cascade pod, no foam at all. This guy really? was a fucking science teacher. That's right. You shouldn't see if he could be your roommate. There's no way. John? Yeah. The appliance guy? John the appliance guy. He's a 51-year-old married Armenian man. He doesn't want to live with me. He might. You didn't even ask him. And he fixed no. your fucking dishwasher. He has kids. He has two Free of kids. charge. Two high schoolers and a so, cat yeah. and a dog. They're not all moving into my fucking house. I'm not saying all of them would move in. I'm saying him and his wife and the kids are in high school. They can look after themselves. Obviously, the cat and the dog would have to come because that's a lot of responsibility for two high a schoolers. A 20-year-old poodle. A 20-year-old poodle. So that's a, yeah. That's not like a, it's not going to take care of. I I'm not saying you'd have to live with this guy. Because <laughs> Avital was already fucking looking at him with fuck you eyes. She's like, it's so cool to have a man in here that oil. actually knows yeah. what he's fucking doing. And then yeah. I'm like, did you know you had to put it in the door? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And she was like, yeah. Yes. My I boyfriend to tried to be door. a door. And it's like, no. And it's not adorable. No. no. It's not adorable either. <laughs> That's the worst part. I'm just a fucking <laughs> child to them. Your appliances are breaking a lot. Remember you had the... the the dryer issue. Yeah, the dryer was an issue. The coin stuck in the, the garbage, the garbage disposal. disposal. Yeah, yep, that was a thing. 
What else I got that's broke? We should do a homeownership podcast. <laughs> the problem is it only comes up once every like eight or eight to ten months, and then I figure yeah. out what was wrong. That's right. Uh, yeah. Okay. Let's take another break, think another sponsor, and discuss more door after these words. Ooh, nice. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. And we're back. Yeah. All right. One last question. Let's do it. Why not? We're here. Uh, tw- 23-year-old male who has a problem. Whoa, Mark Hoppus. Right. No one likes you when you're 23. Yeah. His issue is that my mom wants me to go to college, and I don't. She's even offered to pay for the entire tuition, even though she doesn't need to. I'm well off on my own. I own a business. I have my own house, and basically everything is great. But my mom still wants me to get a bachelor degree in something. I really do want to make her happy and proud after all. She gave birth to me, took care of me, and I'm just not interested in that higher education. I think it's a waste of time, money, energy, and especially since I have a job that pays me more than the average graduate. What should I do? Should I just take the loss to make my mom happy? Or should I stand my ground in what I believe in and disappoint her? If you don't have any other alternatives, or if you have any other alternatives, let me know. That would be amazing too. Keep up the great work. Mm-hmm. Oh, taking one for the team and going to college for four years to not disappoint your mom feels like a lot, doesn't it? Yeah, it's like going to university slash higher education to own the libs. It's not entirely worth it at that point. Um, And I will say that I went to college to try to make my parents happy, but it wasn't for me. And I ended up making them sad because having their son fail out of college for four years in a row at different schools didn't necessarily feel like I was going to college, you know? Right. And you didn't even have your own business slash uh, house at yeah. that point. So you I was probably, a jackass. They had a better case than this mother does. For sure. Um, so I also, I don't think that your mom is going to be, it sounds like you're very reasonable. I don't think she's necessarily going to be very disappointed if you decide that it's not for you. You could... You could take some classes as a non-matriculated student. Oh, that's good. You you find something that's like whatever your job is. uh, You find something adjacent like, hey, could I further my career if I got this certificate or if I um, learned how to use this program? You tell your mom, hey, I'm taking classes at this local school or I'm taking these classes online, yada, yada. So it feels that's like, good. oh, your you know, education means something to your mom and that's good. And it can mean something to you too. 
It's like, I'm hearing you out. I don't necessarily want to go to Georgia Tech and fucking take geometry yeah, because I already I have, have a, a business slash a house. <laughs> but how about I get mortgage and I'll learn French for a little bit. Can we yeah. call it even at that point, mother? I think that's fair. And, you, you know, you take the class online, you get your mom a hoodie from the school that you're taking the class, and you say, look at that. You're a proud parent of a Georgia Tech non-matriculated um, urban planning student. Or what if you fucking call her bluff? You get into a school that costs $60,000 a year, and you're like, huh. I decided I'm going to take art history this quarter yeah, and geology. I'm going to so take I'm art history at NYU, rocks. Mom. <laughs> yeah. Did you pay them the $68,000? <laughs> I want a meal plan, Mom. Yeah. I sold I'm my real. house. <laughs> I need to live off campus. The dorms are nasty, Mom. Can I have a studio in the West Village? Oh, Mom, you're making me angry. I need to be rich in New York, Mom. Mom, the IKEA Mom. collection. Mom, I need a bed frame. Mom, I need a dresser, Mom. You need a mom dresser? What? <laughs> I need a mom cupboard, mom. <laughs> so there's that um, option too. <laughs> yeah, so you could do that too. <laughs> yeah, and then you you don't even necessarily need the money. You could be like, give me the sixty eight thousand, I'll spend it, I'll do the tuition. I'll get Perfect. the fucking degree. Yeah, I'll double your money, mom. Yeah. I mean, it's always interesting when athletes are like, like Steph Curry went back and like got a degree from Davidson. It's like, yeah, that's pretty respectful. But at the same time, you probably didn't need to do it, right? Yeah. I I mean, You're not going to fall back on that communications it's cool degree. To, it's good to educate yourself if that's what you want. But I would never, you just should never do anything just <coughs> to not make someone else disappointed, even if they're your parents. Because I think ultimately the parents want you to be happy and um you know she might it'll be a momentary disappointment she might not understand it because you're 23 and you have a business and she's you know thinking decades ahead for you but my parents were upset when i dropped out of college and now they don't really question it so you have a long time to prove that it was the right decision are you because. ever regretful that you don't have a college degree did you ever wish you had a diploma from college or it never comes up sometimes it's just fun to have like a connection or like a, a story you know it'd be like oh like it's part of my personality that i went to sometimes i just like think of schools and i'm like oh that seems like it would have been you know something that'd be fun to have as part of my brand that i went to right. uvm or something but yeah no you could I don't, for I mean, a school yeah i definitely don't miss any of the I, I don't yeah there's nothing that i miss like education wise um and it it's it was good not to have any student debt i didn't That's owe true. anyone tens of like my brother's still paying off his student debt my sisters wow. are too i don't owe anyone tens of thousands of dollars so that's kind of tight is are you the only of six children the only one without a college degree that is correct damn yeah, my parents are Ivy League educated. Uh, all my siblings went to good colleges. 
I'm kind of the jackass, dumbest, dumbass, uh, loser, dropout, black sheep, <laughs> non-good son kid in the family. Mom. Mom. <laughs> <laughs> You're sort of a jackass of all trades and a That's master it. of fun. <laughs> good. Very good. Will you pay my credit card bill this Mom. evening? Mom. <laughs> Mom. Uh, all right. We're back, baby. Although, as far as the listeners are concerned, we never really missed a week slash went yeah. anywhere. But No such thing as vacation. Not when it comes to podcasting, baby. It is weird that we haven't really like skipped a week. Like, shouldn't we just take a month off a sabbatical every nine years? We've done yeah. one podcast or one episode of Jake and Amir for decades now. Yeah, it's, ideally it's like, oh, it's I'm going to go away for... It's kind of loser status. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm going away for two weeks, so we better record three times this week. You know, you know fuck yeah. that. I was like, I'm going away for two weeks. Fuck off, you know? <laughs> yeah. I'll see you when I'm back. And then we'll yeah. we'll lose our sponsors. The ads won't come in. We won't have cash. The business will crumble. And we'll lose everything we ever worked for. Decades of our lives building to this one moment that if I just miss a week, then it all comes crashing down. Um, and for that reason, I'm back in. <laughs> wow. What an adventure. We can never stop or we'll die. We're like the bus <laughs> from speed. Yeah. Or me on the Apple Cross. Uh, okay. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. Uh, we need your questions. We need your theme songs. We're finally running low after nine years. Whoa. So whoa, if whoa. you're sitting on a theme song idea, now's the time to record it and send it in. We probably will use it. Damn right. And that email address for everything is if I were you show at gmail.com. The opening theme song, same as the la same as the uh, closing theme song, which was Phil Angel. I'll never forget his name. Voice of a Phil Angel. Uh, and if you still want more of us, we're making videos on our Patreon. Patreon.com slash J A. Ja. So shout out to everyone that's supporting us there. Shout out to everyone that's still listening to us after all these beers. And uh, we'll see you next Monday. What do you think about that? What I just did? Tiny dab. Let's see. So it's like the dab is this, but then yeah. you got tiny dab. <laughs> tiny dab do 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 tiny dab dab do do tiny yeah. dab yeah it's pretty good i'm gonna start doing that i think it seems like oh. you just have... <laughs> it seems like you just have a headache or something <laughs> no it should go over your eyes it should really go over your eyes you're yeah. just like what's right. that uh thing oh what's that um Boom, man. Boom, yeah. It's really, it's kind of addicting. It's pretty sick. Everyone uh, should try it. Yeah. Well, if I, that, I guess that's a good um, reminder that you can watch these episodes as well. We have our own YouTube yeah. channels for the show, If I Were You Show. Subscribe to this one. Scrub to the end. See the tiny dab. And uh, what do you think we'll of tiny dab for the name of this episode? Sort of a, so you're listening the whole episode and you have no idea where it's coming why from. yeah let's see if tiny dab is available it's available it is dot available you are yeah tinydab.com <laughs> tiny dab. it's a small a little oh smaller than that tiny 
Don't just do a small one. No, don't do tiny. Do a fucking really tiny. Microscopic. A little. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to the tiny dab. Tiny dab nation. See you next week. Later. It's a Monday, we finally made it I can't believe I get to hear them say Welcome back to the only podcast Hosted by us, it's Amir and Jake If I were you, oh, if I were you, oh You know what I'd do, you know what I'd do If I were you, oh, if I were you, oh Come on and listen to your favorite tune The classics, the pinch, the Game Boy, so many others, and even more to make. Amir, I'm sorry, I know you hate it. I just can't deny another golden mic for Jake. If I were you, oh, if I were you, oh, you know what I'd do, you know what I'd do. If I were you, oh, if I were you, oh, come on and listen to your favorite shoes. was a HeadGum original. Hey there, podcast listener. Good news, we're doing another HeadGum Happy Hour in New York City. Whoa, that's amazing news. Amir, why don't you tell the folks when and where it is? Okay, fine. It's Tuesday, May 7th at 7.30 p.m. at the Bell House. Okay, and why don't you tell everybody who the fucking hosts are? Yeah, that would be us. It would be, uh, we're hosting it. It's Jake and Amir. Okay, and how about this, you little piece of shit? Why don't you tell everybody who is going to be performing? Who is this show featuring? All right, I don't appreciate being called that, but it is featuring Charlie Bardet, Natalie Rodder, Leitman of Exploration And why Live. don't you tell them, excuse me, why don't you tell them who else it's featuring? Yeah, Millie Tamara's and Elise Morales of the Go Touch Grass podcast and some surprise guests as well. More, yes. And Mir, why don't you go ahead and close this out now? You say something like, thanks for listening. We'll see you at the yeah. show or something like that. Why don't you go ahead yeah. and do that? Hmm? Uh, yeah, I will. It's, hmm? it's, uh, Can you do that? It, so go buy a ticket at headgum.com slash live and we'll see you there. All right. Bye. <laughs>